Big screen, little screen. Right about now, it's all about big screen, little screen. Whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, it's where we talk about everything good in the cinema, on the TV screens, online, and everything else in between. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, movie reporter Lowry. We're in the building. How are you doing today, Lowry? In the building. It's Mr. I Watch the Bad Movies, so you guys don't have to. I'm doing well today, SK Man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. It feels like we took a little bit of time to get here. Like, if anybody saw behind the scenes and that, they would see what's really good. But it's like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Natural energy. Yeah. Take one, take two, take three. It gets like that sometimes. I'm doing all right, man. I got a little injury. Like, um, I didn't speak about it last time we done an episode because I never had the injury then. But I have an injury now. And the less we speak about it, the better. I feel like I was getting better. Then I had a little bit of a setback. And we're still on the road to recovery. So that's how I'm feeling, man. How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing well today. Of course, you know, I know we don't, I know this isn't a football uh, show, but <laughs> you know, yeah, United winning on the weekend, man, it started, started my week off really, really well, man. So well done to United. I mean, Newcastle weren't really a threat to us, but you know, you had to, you had to pretend just to add a bit of spice to that, to that game. But yeah, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I've been looking forward to this show, actually. I've been, this has been one of the shows uh, this year so far. I've been extremely eagerly anticipating and that didn't make sense but that's how excited i am <laughs> yeah you just have to get it out and before we actually yeah. get into the tv and movie talk yeah i just want to say you started off with some football talk i hope you come with the same energy next week because you're playing liverpool away so oh yeah yeah it might Ooh. be it might, might be a bit techie for you next week but the, the, the lesser about that the better <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yes yeah, it's bro. not a football conversation it is movie and tv talk and we have a lot of things in store today, Lowry. Give them the lowdown of what we're actually doing this week. We have an extremely, extremely special show today. Interviews galore. That's what I'm going to call this show today is Interviews Galore. We'll be talking about The Strays, which is a Netflix movie. And then we will end the show with the release of the week Creed 3. Yes, Rocky fans, boxing fans in general have been eagerly anticipating this one. And of course, we will get into that in a moment on the show. Other titles to look out for, The Mandalorian Season 3, Baby Grogu and Mando are back with Season 3. And that ending of Season 2. SK, are you a fan of The Mandalorian in general? Have you watched them before? Anybody who knows good TV, I just feel like you... You have to be a fan of The Mandalorian, yeah. man. It's top-class TV. Yeah, elite. And that, the ending of season two was outstanding. So I definitely see Disney and the whole Star Wars team up in the levels for this one. It's out now. Episode one is out now. Available to stream on Disney+. Plus. So let's get into the main menu, Larry. Let's really... We're stuffing it this week, man. We're trying our best to, you know what I mean, fit it all into the episode. But we're yeah. going to do it, man. Let's get into this main menu. <laughs> we are taking it to the little screen. And before we discuss this one, here is a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Welcome to our home. Isn't it? You're practically one of us. Practically. Oh. Mm. Thank you. Rose. Good morning, Miss Williams. 
I'm fine, I'm fine. Mom, look out! What's that? At the window? Someone's there, can't you see? What are you talking about? Someone's coming! What is wrong with you tonight? There are people out to hurt us. Not to bring violence against us. What kind of messed up game are you playing? <laughs> is it true? What happened in the past, me? It's not what you think. Who are you? Sure, you want to go through with this? Big screen, little screen. We just heard a big trailer, man. Netflix, you know what I'm saying? They got another one, in my opinion. People talking about it. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. Larry, give him the lowdown. Yeah, man, SK people are discussing this one. And that was the trailer for The Strays. This is a British horror thriller directed by Nathaniel Martella-White and stars Ashley Medeque, Bucky Buckray and Maria Almeida. And this film follows a biracial upper-class woman living a peaceful life, but this soon becomes threatened when her troubled past comes back to ruin all she has been working for. SK had the pleasure of interviewing Maria, so we are going to get into that right about now. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker. And today we have Maria Almeida in the building. How you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. And one of the reasons why we're here talking today, you are the star of the new Netflix film, The Strays. You start as Maria. Um, let's dive straight in, man. Give us a you know bit of a insight into this psychological thriller that's got a lot of people thinking this is going to be very scary. <laughs> yeah, so The Strays is a psychological thriller. It's about um, you know this mostly mixed family living in this upper white middle class white community, and it follows the mum who ha follows. Um, these two shadowy figures come into the town and, you know, she is basically debating, are they real? Are they not real? Can the other people see them? You know, crazy stuff happens. Uh, a few jump scares, can't lie. <laughs> but grab your snacks because it's a whole it's a whole shebang of emotions. Is this a type of psychological thriller that's going to have people, you know, maybe having nightmares or kind of looking over their shoulder after they watch this? I think it's definitely a genre movie. It's definitely a genre movie, so it, it, it's definitely, yeah, it, it will have have uh, some some jump scares, and it, it maybe if I mean if you get easily scared, sure, there are some some fictional aspects to it, but I mean stuff stuff like that could happen every day to anyone, so you never know. <laughs> so tell us about your role as Mary in the Strays. Yeah, so I play Mary. I play the daughter of the lead. Um, and she kind of has two sides of her. She has like one part who is like the golden child, like she fits into the community quite well. You know, she has like dyed blonde hair. And then the other part where she likes to explore her black, her, her black culture, you know, um, and it's a little bit secretive because, you know, of her, her mom, she doesn't really want her to. But yeah, she it, that's what I like about the character. She has two sides of her and you definitely get to see that in, in the film. It really seems like there's an insurgence of young British actors coming through at the moment and not just coming through, but also getting opportunities, bigger opportunities than they have had in the past. How do you kind of view the landscape 
of like this acting field at the moment and coming through as a young actor and getting opportunities? How's it been for you? I mean, I think it's great in in my experience, obviously. Um, I just <laughs> was watching films one day and applied to an acting agency and got in. So I think with social media, it's making things very, very much accessible to people and easier. And like even like Heartstopper, a really big show that came out last year, all, most of those actors weren't agency like actors and they got it from like casting, open casting calls. I think, yeah, definitely social media is making things much easier to for young British people. And I'm I'm really glad, glad that like the community is opening up and we're seeing such young actors because now 30 year olds don't have to play teenagers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? That's absolutely crazy. <laughs> So you star in forthcoming TV series, 15 Love. A lot of people are talking about this. This is about the tennis world, elite tennis world. I know there's not a lot of information out there at the moment, but what can you tell us about your role in the TV series? It's it's an Amazon Prime show. It, it has some really powerful um, themes to it. You know, Me Too movement, about people in power. Um, it has an amazing cast, you know, Aiden Turner from Poldark. Amar Chanda Patel from Willow, Jessica Dara from Encanto, and many, many more. Um, and we all just worked so hard. It was a really long production, but we all worked so hard tennis-wise and acting-wise. And I think it's going to touch a lot of people when it comes out, hopefully later this year. Aha. Uh -huh. The Strays starring Ashley Madekwe, Bucky Buckray, Jordan Myrie, and of course, Maria Almeida is out now on Netflix. Thank you very much, Maria. Thank you. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry, big screen, little screen. Whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, you just heard my conversation with Maria Almeida, who stars as Mary in the Netflix Brit horror film, which is out now called The Strays. I mean, I feel like it's definitely worth a watch. Like I said, it's out now on Netflix. Hey, get into it, man. Maybe we'll get into some conversation in the following weeks. Big mm. screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter, Lowry. Whether you are listening live via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, if you're locking in right now, we just discussed The Strays, which is a Brit-UK horror. People are talking about it. But we are about to get into the release of the week. Lowry, where are we taking it, man? Like you just said, SK, we are taking it to the big screen, the release of the week, the big one. Both of us have been waiting for this one, man. We've been excited to discuss this movie. And before we get into this one, here is a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. Bianca, Rocky, my dad. This was built on their shoulders. Hey, my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. Nah, I ain't signing the autographs, but you get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Damien. How long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Just got out last week. Glad to have you back out, huh? I know I've been away a long time, but I kept myself in shape. I still got gas in the tank. Come by the gym. Thank you. 
curious what happened with you two. I didn't tell you. We was like brothers. I was the best, though. But I never got a chance to prove that. That's cute. I know what you're doing, Donnie. You don't owe this to nothing. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK5 makeup, movie report, Alari. It's movie and TV talk. We just played the trailer to the release of the week, the eagerly anticipated one. The franchise is back, Adonis is back, and Lowry can't wait to give you the lowdown on this one. That was the trailer for Creed 3. This is the ninth installment in the Rocky film series, the third in the Creedverse, a feature film directional debut for Michael B. Jordan, who also stars as the lead character Adonis Creed, also starring in this movie, the man of the moment, Jonathan Majors. And we also have Tessa Thompson, who reprises her character, Bianca. And the plot for this movie follows Adonis after the events of Creed 2, who is now living life as a married man, a father, and also has taken more of a managerial position in the boxing world. His childhood friend, Damien, played by Jonathan Majors, resurfaces after serving a long, and we mean long, prison sentence. And Damien comes back. He is eager to prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. This breeds a rivalry between the two best friends or ex-best friends who must, in the end, fight to settle the score. And before we get into our reviews for Creed 3, we both, SK and I, had the pleasure of interviewing Tessa Thompson and Jonathan Majors. So let's get into that. Big screen, little screen. Rinse FM, big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, Movie Report, Alari, and today is all about Creed 3. We've got Jonathan Majors in the building. Very good, what's up? Nice to meet you, bro. How nice you doing? You, bro. I'm good. So, with this Creed 3 being Michael's directional, well, feature directional debut, what was it like collaborating him in a way uh, with being him being a director and also starring in the movie? Oh, it was good. <laughs> no, no, it was no, it was wicked. Um, Mike has a, its agility. You know what I mean? To kind of which makes sense. It's an athletic film, and so to watch his agility from you know actor full on, you know, to director full on was very impressive. You know, uh, it's quite rare that you get to punch your director, mm-hmm. and so that that helped with the stress. But uh, no, he was great. He was great. He understands his world better than anybody. I think. Period. Better than anybody. Um, and to be ushered into it, you know, one to be asked by him to do it, and then to be ushered into it, you know, you feel like you're in good hands. Major in surname, major in body transformation. Yeah. How have you found that transition into sex symbol, and how easy or hard was it to get ripped? Uh, well, you know, I, I played sports growing up my whole life. You know what I mean? So I've been an athlete. You know, I just think now they asked me to do a role in which my shirt was off. You know what I mean? So that's that. Uh, but no, I, I did put on some weight. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the whole sex symbol thing, I can't, I can't really be bothered. I don't really know what that, what that looks like. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I actively try to stay out of the fray. You know what I mean? Um, things are going well. You know, I just make my work and 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 do the characters. Hope nobody makes me do a role in which I gotta get, you know, a little softer. In which case, uh, we'll see how long that sex symbol thing lasts. Now, considering the skills. And, you know, what you learned from playing Valkyrie in previous movies. Mm-hmm. At any point in this film, did you want to 
how hard is it not to take out Damien? <laughs> I'm showing them how it's done. Like, is there going to be a director's cut at the end of this? Ah, uh, no. I know also because he's Kane, right, in the in the yeah. MCU. So I don't know if there'll be a crossover at Ooh. some point, And I actually have my chance to take him out. Ooh. I believe she could. Yeah. <laughs> What's quite prominent in all three of the movies is that your character, Bianca, has a hearing impairment. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like the sign language was a very important part of the film mm-hmm. and was a representation for a community yeah. that doesn't get represented much in Hollywood films. Did you feel like you felt much feedback from that community? I mean, yeah, we've, it, there's always been engagement. I mean, Bianca is, is hearing. She has progressive hearing loss and, and you know, has worn a hearing aid, for example. But I think the opportunity via Mila's character, Amara, and their daughter, who is deaf, to have that kind of representation is incredible. And, and sign language, ASL is such a beautiful language, so to also get to see that on screen and for Mike and I, not just Mike and I, to to get to learn, which we did, but also our whole crew was learning, you know, to speak sign language too and to speak ASL, and that was really powerful because I think we live in a world that is very um, biased towards the hearing world, and and we know that in that a lot of people, the whole community, uh, deaf community, gets ignored in that space. So I'm really excited for fans to engage with the language in this film and also for them to see the brilliant debut of, of Mila and her incredible performance. From 2017 with Hostile, to this year with Creed Free, you've definitely risen through the ranks. Yeah. How's that transition to A-list have been for you? Oh, it's been all right. You know, the funny thing is, the more you, uh, if I accept that, yeah, but the, the more you, I work, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a worker, you know. I work the body when they say it, and when I say it, I work the art constantly, you know what I mean? So uh, I don't really, cons- I'm not really concerned with that, you know what I mean? As long as I can feed my kid, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and do the best work I can do, you know. But it feels good. There's a lot of latitude, you know, because now as I look at you, young brothers, it now becomes, it's always been about us, but now it can be a bit more about y'all, where I go, what do the homies need, you know what I mean? What does the culture need, you know? What does my nation need? What does your nation need? What do we need unilaterally, you know what I mean? That's the uh, social contract, you know, and the higher up you get in the ranks, the greater the responsibility. And so... Uh, that I do accept, and that I do uh, uh, get a lot of pleasure from. So, so that feels good. You know what I mean? And go like, all right, cool. What are we making next? You know what I mean? What are we cooking next? You know? Yeah. Now, I'm happy that this isn't the end of the Creed franchise. I've been reading online. Michael wants to do spin-offs, and it's a possible fourth movie. Mm-hmm. Now, with that knowledge, if there is a fourth movie in, in the works, what would you like to see your character Bianca do more of and develop? Oh, that's really interesting. I mean, I think um, I think I'm really curious about her as as uh, not just a musician, but also as a businesswoman and what fa- challenges she might face. I mean, I think one of the most exciting things, for example, about seeing um, Rihanna recently, the Rihanna concert, otherwise known as the Super Bowl, is to <laughs> see a woman in her power on stage, um, you know, about to have her second baby, also soft launching new products for her Fenty line on stage while she's performing at the biggest stage in the world. I think getting to see a woman that is that multifaceted, that multi-talented, it is so inspiring. So I would love to see um, Bianca and all her her talents and gifts continue to shine in these films. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, movie reporter Lowry.
big screen, little screen, whether mm. you're listening on Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms. Yeah, we just spoke to Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors, Tessa Thompson, two of the main stars of Creed Free. Now, Lowry said the ninth film in the Rocky franchise and the third film in the Creed verse. So we're calling it the Creed verse now. The yeah. Creed first, Larry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's the new, it's the new generation, man. I mean, the Rocky universe. I mean, it's legendary, iconic. But I definitely say after this movie, it's the Creed verse now. Straight up, man. It was a great time talking to Jonathan Majors and Tessa Thompson. I had to hold you back when we was talking to either, either or of them. You know, we got in a room with Jonathan Majors. I had to hold back Larry. We got into the room with <laughs> Tessa Thompson. I had to hold him back. It was quite an interesting day. <laughs> yeah shout out to both of them man both lovely lovely people to speak to and um we had yeah, a great I mean, convo yeah man good conversation mm, so let's get into the lowdown of this film man people have been eagerly anticipating creed free and we yeah. had the pleasure of watching the film a few weeks in advance man so let's get into this man i want i want to let me start off for a change because Larry's always giving these um constructive feedback and then after coming <laughs> after after he set the bar high now let me just say this man the tight, close action boxing scenes in Creed 3 are upgraded. And in my opinion, quite matrix at times. Like you see it from the beginning, you're like, okay, we've had an upgrade. The soundtrack is tops, man. Headlined by J. Cole's Dreamville record. So you know that it's going to be levels, man. You're going to be hearing some songs in this that you're like, okay, I need to get into this soundtrack. I love the backstory of Adonis and Dame. I thought it was... They done that right, man. Like there's times when you see backstories and you're just like, I didn't need all of this. The backstory in this was lovely. I enjoyed it. It gave a lot of layers to the film. It would have been nice to see Stallone in this, but to be honest, maybe he wasn't missed. Uh, Michael B. Jordan leads the cast in great fashion. I mean, he looks great. Jonathan looks great. Tessa looks great. And it just all looks great. The best film in the Creed film franchise, the Creedverse so far. Don't at me. Don't at me. Don't at me. Larry, what have you got to say? I'm in agreement with you, man. This is my favourite Creed in the whole Creed trilogy. Um, they really, really up the levels for this one. For a feature directional debut, Michael B. Jordan, he knocked this one out of the park. I mean, straight from the start, as you mentioned, the soundtrack. I mean, we're listening to The Watcher from Dre's 2001 album. And from there, you had me already, man. And I loved how they, you know, manipulated the watcher to fit in with the narrative of mm. that first scene it was wicked like there wasn't many lyrics but the iconic lyrics from that song so i was rapping to it but the backing track and the beat just set the tone from minute one it was the almost spine chilling yeah man yeah yeah they they set the tone from minute one the story is solid something that i took away is that this movie the emotional depth to the narrative was well executed. Not saying the previous two or any of the Rocky films in the past were terrible, but I definitely felt there was more to lose in this movie for Michael B. Jordan's Adonis character. And you really felt that in the movie. The pacing is spot on. This, this aspect of the film definitely highlights Michael's directing skills. Nothing feels out of place. Scenes end when they need to end. And you get from point to point in the movie in a smooth manner. As you mentioned, Tessa, Jonathan, Michael, acting performances are stellar. Tessa, as her role as Bianca, she's the backbone to Adonis. And that actually plays a huge part in this movie. And mm -hmm. I like that they highlighted this in the film. Jonathan Majors as Damien. Man, this guy for me, he's becoming the complete actor. I mean, from his performance as Kang in Ant-Man to now Creed literally a couple weeks later. 
he just keeps going from level to like high level to high level. And soon I think he's going to reach that realm of Denzel Washington levels of acting. Mm. And Michael B. Jordan, I have to say, sometimes he gets criticized for his range in acting. He's kind of like up and down. I think he's been, you know, a, a good actor overall, but definitely you want more from him in, in some films that he's been in. In this film, he really excels. Like really, like for me, this is like Fruitville Station type Michael B. Jordan where he's really getting into his acting bag. And I, yeah, I really enjoyed his performance in this film. Also, he's taken more of like a Mayweather role in the boxing world, plus being a husband and a father. And he portrayed all three of these elements in such a fantastic way. And lastly, to your point, SK, the Matrix style fighting, I have to say that editing in this movie is probably my favorite that I've seen in a boxing or fighting film. Stylistically, it's different to most boxing films. Uh, as much as The Matrix, which I think The Matrix is, I also felt an anime like Dragon Ball Z type um, influence. Mm. They've also mentioned this in the press, but watching it prior to the press notes coming out, you definitely felt like an anime with the slow-mo punches and that really did bring me back to my childhood of watching Dragon, Dragon Ball Z <laughs> back mm. in the day. And uh, yeah, I absolutely th thought the editing, the fighting styles, slow-mos, brilliant. There's, a there's actually a breathtaking moment in the final third of this movie and yeah, that for me just, you know, solidified this movie as my favourite Creed movie. Mm. So Mentions the Mila Davis-Kent as well, who played Amaria Creed. She was, she was good, man. Yes. I feel like she was yes. a great part in this film as well. So, you know, mentions yeah. to her. So, as I mean, it's big shoes to fill. I think, I think me and you, SK, we talk about Creed and, you know, the Rocky universe set such a precedent in the whole boxing universe. Like, it's so iconic. The, the score... The running up the stairs like there's so many moments in rocky that for creed to you know follow on in this sort of fashion you have to give props because they could have easily tanked this franchise like we've seen with the terminator series what do you think mm. to that sk i think you're right man and i feel like what rocky was to the 80s and 90s is maybe what creed is becoming for this generation that's why i feel yeah. like the levels are really being set here so overall i mean Listeners from both of our reviews, <laughs> well, mm. I know I thoroughly enjoyed this. SK, I know you thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I'm giving this a, a straight Lowry four out of five stars, man. This is... And I'm with you, man. Brilliant. I'm with the yeah. four out of five. We don't give out... Well, I don't give out fours on a regular basis. If you listen to Big Screen, Little Screen on a regular, you might hear Lowry giving out quite a few fours. I don't give out fours too often. And this one for me <laughs> is a four out of five. Creed Free is out via the cinema Friday the 3rd of March and is a 12A and is a must watch in our opinion. It's been another great episode of Big Screen, Little Screen. We spoke about Creed Free. We interviewed uh, the actors, the cast. We spoke about The Strays on Netflix. We interviewed the cast. It was a great episode, man. We're going to be back next week. Larry, mm. where can I find you in the meantime? They can find me under my social media handle, which is at everything Lowry. Lowry spell L-O-W-E-R-Y. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter is all under that. And of course, you can find me www.skvibemaker.co.uk and at skvibemaker on all good socials. Lowry, have a good weekend. Yeah. Hopefully your team doesn't get beaten up and we don't have to start <laughs> off the episode next week with football talk and you crying down the microphone <laughs> and just being so emotional. Hopefully it's a good weekend for both of us. Gooders yeah, for life. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll United. see you next week, man. Take care, bro. See you next week. Big screen, little screen.